by the blessings of the Raven Queen and viewers like you, we are able to make Bard Rock Cafe. You can support the show by following us on social media, supporting us on Patreon, or buying dice and accessories from our sponsor, Arcana Vault. Be sure to use code BARDROCK at checkout to save 10% on your Arcana Vault purchase. Our affiliate link, Patreon, and social media accounts can be found in the show notes. And welcome back to episode 33 of Bard Rock Cafe. Last time, the party beat up the black staff, talked to a mycologist, and interrogated a mushroom. So, you know, it's just a regular Tuesday for D&D. They are now rushing through a portal back to Diana's graveyard, following a vision from the mushroom, leading them to the crypt, where, in theory, there is a cult to the demon queen of fungi, Zugtamoy, doing something. So, uh, as we open, you all are just now stepping through a portal. Uh, unfortunately, Hitoshura could not make it tonight. So he and I have worked something else out on the side, and Nadir is going to be hanging back at the Blackstaff's Tower to do some research. So we will get back to what he finds when he returns. But the rest of you, including Patricia Nettlesby, our guest star, and Mr. Spicy, and all eight of her geese are accompanying you on this adventure. And the demon. And the demon. <laughs> really, it's the demon holding Mr. Spicy. Yes, the, anyway. the demon who is cradling my my young son, my young reptile son. So, what would you all like to do? I, I think the first thing that happens uh, with Patricia is that she just walks through the portal, uh, counts her geese, gets them to kind of flock around her, and uh, then looks around and says, mm, that's good. All right. Um... Wait, we are missing someone. Is everyone here? I do not. I do not see uh, that other friend we have. Oh, uh, Nadir mentioned that he was going to hang back and do some research. He is not feeling ready for this fight. Well, it's like I see. Perhaps not everyone likes mushroom. It's fine. Ugh. Well, where where do we find this mushroom so the uh, demon princess mushroom person will not come out of the ground and eat us all? Uh, it is at that. Brock just points in the direction of one of the... Uh, was it a mausoleum? Was that the right word? Yes. Yes. One of the mausoleums. And uh, I'm curious, is this the same mausoleum we slept in that one time? Uh, it is not. Darn. Um, what does it look like? Like, does it have more than one entrance? Uh, gotcha. No, it's... It has one entrance at the front, and it goes down into the ground. So, you know, a lot of mausoleums will build kind of up and out. This one goes down as well. Um, it is built in kind of... It's built like an H, like the letter H, right? Okay. And that crossbar at the H is the entrance. And as you go to either side, there is, like, rows of crypts and tombs that have bodies in them. And then at the other, like, as you walk into the H... Straight ahead of you is the stairway going further down into the crypt. Mm -hmm. okay. So that is what you guys are heading towards. Oh, this this crypt is such an interesting shape. It reminds me of uh, anyone see that uh, that bard 
that the bottom troop that goes through with the puppets, uh, they call themselves, uh, what they call themselves, Cardamom Avenue? <laughs> oh yeah, I think I, uh, <laughs> I think I actually went to school, took an elective or two with one of their puppeteers. It was so nice. They, they have little shows where they say, you know, this letter is the letter of the day. And I guess this is a H, the letter of the day. I guess H stands for what? Honk? All of my keys start to honk. <laughs> um, I, I just want to know, does Armbar learn the letter H? Aha. <laughs> uh -huh. What's that? Does Armbar learn the letter H from this educational display? Yes. Armbar, would you like to roll an intelligence check? I think we better ought to. At disadvantage, <laughs> because we are talking about the letter H as you walk into a building. We're walking a into letter H. H stands Not, for uh... honk. And we also <laughs> stands for cat. Oh my god. Oh, okay. Well, on disadvantage, I got I... 14. Yeah, for you, at disadvantage, that's pretty astronomical. <laughs> uh. I love it. Maybe it just has to be this big for you to understand a letter. <laughs> I, something about the word honk echoes in your soul, Armbar. And you understand. You have learned the letter H, so you have A, B, C, D, and H. Oh, you spell the word had now. Honk does start with the letter H. H is for honk. Honk, honk, honk. All of the keys start honking with you. Honk, honk, honk. <laughs> We're like dancing around gonna... like armbar and mini, mini bar are like doing the honk and like the chicken dance kind of like with the geese. <laughs> the geese think that you're their new parent. <laughs> I always could make it as a father. <laughs> Armbar is the undercover druid of this whole campaign. <laughs> you have had more animal allies than I think anyone else. Uh -huh. <laughs> this is true. Including the druids, for the record. Unless the geese count for both of them right now. I, I still think I have more, but that's just because I, I am a druid and these are my spectral fairy geese. I think it's just the intelligence level. <laughs> yeah. On a minus one, I ain't, I ain't making it too far <laughs> in the edumacation world. <laughs> but animals, animals, you understand. Yes, they speak my language. On a peer relationship sort of thing. <laughs> <laughs> There's a rage in each of these birds that speaks to you. <laughs> and now a letter H. Yes. <laughs> I, I want to lean over to Rook and just be like, so I'm thinking if anyone's going to sneak into there, it probably shouldn't be the one with the herd of geese. Yeah, it doesn't seem too wise. I was just wondering, should I scout this floor first before going down? Or do you guys think we could skip it? I think it is a good idea to know what we are walking into. All right, so let me just uh, scout this uh, H uh, floor before, like, I start to go down to the bottom, to, to the basement. What do you mean? You guys don't want to go in a goose gandering? <laughs> It'll totally throw them off. 
No, Imagine we just set no goose into the hole. <laughs> just just, 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 just launch one of the geese. <laughs> yeah. No. no. I don't think so. I don't think so. No. Episode ends on Paul. I just get so mad. <laughs> All right. So, Brooke, how would you like to go about scouting out this floor? Sneaking just in case, who the heck knows what's around the corner. Uh, so quietly sort of look around the corners of the H on either side. Okay, so roll stealth and then let's see what the stealth is first. Okay, I rolled a 28 total. Holy poop. Nobody saw that. Okay. <laughs> okay. Alrighty. So you're making your way just down the halls, checking the place out. Roll perception okay i rolled a 22 total all right as you are investigating the crypts you know uh you get the sense that this was the crypt the mausoleum of a noble family you're not sure who because the dm hasn't made up a name <laughs> that's fine but they're like you know in certain like stone coffins they have like the carving of the person's face on the top of the coffin yes like that's kind of what you see in a lot of these not all of them but mm -hmm. uh, you get the sense that like the patrons and matrons of the family line they get the carvings and so like the main family seems to be mm -hmm. the ones honored a lot of these stone coffins seem to have been broken open and there are no bodies inside However, there are mushrooms in all of the opened ones. Okay. Alright. That's what's of note. I'm gonna go back to the party. Listen, guys. So, looks like we're at the root of the problem here. With regards to, um... This is where, I guess, like... The original bodies broke out. Because there's some broken-ass coffins here filled with mushrooms. So... Yeah, we're getting into the origins of the story. Well, I think this is fairly simple. And I conjured Flame Blade. <laughs> Let me see. <laughs> we just burn it all down, yes? Like. Yeah, let's do it. Maybe? Like, Diana won't be that mad, right? Epi's sitting there and just having the most split decision moment. It's just like, alright, alright. Diana might be a little mad, but also, they've got mushrooms on them. I don't think she'll be that mad, but also, and you just see flames burst on his hands. I really, really, really want to see what happens if we set it on fire. The fire is cleansing. It is part of life, part of death, and uh, gets rid of undeath. I mean, in fairness, they're they're not coming back. Hopefully, Hopefully. I mean the last ones did. We uh set the place on fire. How? What's the most efficient way to do this? I guess. Uh, fire in the hole sort of thing. I think, what if we, like, make little torches for each of my geese and I just have them send, just send all of my geese with flaming torches into the crypt and then they just drop it, they set things on fire, and then I just unsummon them, and then boom. I forgot what it's like to DM for a druid that uses this shit. Uh -huh. Circle of shepherd, so baby! <laughs> At least I don't have to make tokens for all of it. <laughs> oh my goodness. 
or we or we can go in and we can do it ourselves as well but you know that's fair although how are we gonna know if we got all of them if i mean we'd be going into a lot of fire if we went down there to check do we want to go in and like look and see if maybe there's something down there well we want to make yeah, sure we fair. get all of it before, all the mushrooms in the main graveyard were psychically connected, so I think we just need to butcher mushroom zombies until they stop coming, and they'll eventually the psychic connection will die. I also think if we set these mushrooms on fire, we're going to immediately attract every single mushroom zombie that's down in that crypt up here. Then we set them on fire. They have to fight through fire. And geese. And of the two, I think the geese are worse. <laughs> um, I oh, have... Thanks, <laughs> the geese preen. <laughs> I mean, I, I kind of don't think it's the worst idea to have, like, fire, or, I mean, having the floor on fire. I mean, I, I kind of think that's a good idea. I have a flask, I have flasks of oil. We could, like, do the thing where we set oil on the floor on fire so that they have to walk through fire to get to us. So are we home alone this, basically? Uh, yeah, man. Let's <laughs> <laughs> so home alone this thing. <laughs> We could. Oh, yeah, let, yeah, let me just start breaking Christmas ornaments to make some broken glass for the zombies yeah. to walk on. <laughs> How sticky <laughs> are these zombies? <laughs> I have ball bearings. <laughs> yeah, the great. I I heard about the, the great rogue, Kevin McAllister. <laughs> the greatest rogue, single-handedly protected his castle. So many bandits. Sometimes they were sticky. Sometimes they were wet. <laughs> um, no, but really, like, what do you guys think is the best way? I mean, I, I kind of get the point that, like, there are probably zombies down there, and we probably need to take care of them. Meh. Alright. The question is, do we want to do this the old-fashioned way, or do we want to do this the creative and somewhat probably less effective way? Yeah. I mean, in fairness, I do have a diamond. I can just send a very giant molt of fire down there, and we can see how far it goes. I think if we want to be certain that we have thoroughly removed the problem, we need to go down there and get our hands dirty. Alright. Although, definitely put a pen in the geese with the torches thing. If we give them all a torch, and just tell them, you know, if you see it, light it on fire. Not the worst plan. So long as they don't light us on fire, we're good. I mean, if we, as long as we stay out here and we put geese in there, they will not touch us. But I agree. Perhaps for thoroughness' sake, we should go and uh, go and perhaps light each of these on fire one at a time, like white glove service, except flame glove. I like it. That sounds like good. You think? Alrighty, I'll uh, I'll scout ahead. I'll uh. I'll go down, see what's down there first. So I'm just sneak in. Alright, so going down the stairs? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, I'll go ahead and keep that stealth check because that was pretty great. Awesome. You have dark vision. Roll me another perception check for okay. your sense of smell. Oh, jeez. Uh, 25 total. You're killing it on every single yes. roll you're making. Yes. <laughs> Lucky today, fingers crossed. I it's wish gone. I had my... I was like, dang, I wish I had my cleric spells so I can give you guidance, but you clearly don't need it. 
<laughs> Rook is beyond uh, such things. Yeah, yeah today, yeah. <laughs> All right, what's up? <laughs> okay, so you're looking around, and, you know, you see more of the same. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, the further down you go, you see more... More coffins are broken open, and fewer are still sealed shut. And you're also starting to notice, like, where on the top it was just stone walls. Uh, down here the walls seem to be getting covered in moss and mildew. Mm -hmm. And the air is starting to smell a lot mustier. Like, stale, but not in the... It hasn't seen fresh air in a while, but stale in the... There is just mold everywhere. Hot damn. I also need a wisdom saving throw from you. Okay. Alrighty. What's my wisdom? Oh boy. There was my oh, streak. No. It's a three total. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh it's no. fine. Everything's fine. Mm -hmm. Should have sent some geese in with you. <laughs> no, but the geese would have been hurt. Or they wouldn't have actually the spectral, right? Anyway, what's going on? Roll me a d100, please. Oh no. Whoops. 1d100. 46. Okay. The world starts to look a little different to you. Mm. Um, for starters, anywhere that you notice that mildew and mold is heavier five feet around there looks brightly lit to you. Ooh. But you recognize you're still walking in darkness. And you feel drawn to go even lower. You are not required to. It's not forcing any action on you. But you're feeling like you're being pulled in a direction. Uh, it's, um, is there further to go? Yeah, uh, it is, there's still, so think of it this way, you open the door, and in front of you is like, there's stairs going down, but it's like the staircase starts to the left and goes down to the right, does mm -hmm. that make sense? Yeah, yeah, gotcha. And then you. as you turn to the right, on the other opposite wall, under where like the entrance is on the floor above, is another staircase going down from left to right, and it seems like it keeps that H structure going oh, yeah. further downstairs. Okay, I got you. Yeah. Uh, right now, I don't see anyone around me or anything like that. So, I guess I'll call... I can sort of call the others down until now. Hey, guys. Nobody's here. Not as far as I can see. Do you see? Oh. <laughs> I, I come Have in. A <laughs> I come in with my... My zoo. <laughs> and my demon. <laughs> well, not really uh, my demon. We should probably... We should probably stay kind of quiet. There's still a bit of a ways to go, but we should probably stick together. All right, like the like the young lady said, no more honking from you. I think that's a good idea. The geese just glare at you. <laughs> Aww. The geese, under your control, are obligated to not honk, but they don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> Brock lowers his goggles of night over his eyes and follows everyone else down. 
I I have my um, sword to use as I have a flaming blade to use as a as a torch. I'm guessing. Oh, gotcha! Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, great. So you have what is oh, that? I... Ten and ten. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, you have at least the immediate hallway around you. You're able to see. Sweet. And my friends, I can see my friends. <laughs> I'm gonna yell down the the rook. What do you see down there? Stairs and uh, uh, I describe. So there's basically there's just further stairs downward. I um, it's H all the way down. <laughs> Can I cast frostbite on some of this fungus? Or or do yeah. we or do we not want to do that? I mean, we could do that. I, I'm just worried if we do it. I got firebolt. I'm just worried if well, well things like firebolt you might set other things on fire and we have to come back up. But if I freeze these things to death, um Yeah. That might be a little more contained, but I'm worried that if I do this, that like zombies will come up and be like, Rawr, you killed our friends. And I don't know if right. we're for that yet. Hmm. Yeah, maybe we need to sneak down at them. Mm. I don't know. If the zombies come up here, they'd have to bottleneck up those stairs. We can take them out one at a time while they line up for us to kill them. I mean, oh yeah, that's... This is a good point. A bottleneck. Yeah, bottlenecking's always uh, it's a good strategy. <laughs> yeah, bottlenecking's a great strategy. <laughs> Alright. Uh, so if, just sort if of the zombies come, they come. Yeah, I put, I'd put arm bar in the front, though. <laughs> yep. Also, Armbar, so, maybe you should summon your animal friends, too. That's legit. Have them charge. I mean, if we have an outer, I can booby-trap the exit, so if we all just run past it, they'll blow up behind us, but we won't. If we, I mean, if Funny we if we take an hour, I can definitely get uh, one of, I can relearn one of my higher, more powerful spells. But that also means we have to stay in here for an hour. <laughs> I can set it up at the entrance if you want, and then the rest of you can kind of be up there, and I can just set up the glyph here where the where everything gets narrow. I, I do not like to split the party. The geese can keep me company. I, I say that in or the tone of a person who has DM'd a lot. <laughs> just... <laughs> yeah. yeah <it's> just <laughs> like... That's real. <laughs> We could just take it. I have glyph of warding. I can, I can booby trap this thing if we want. Um, I I don't think that's a bad idea. I'm just like ah, uh, like we we should probably still all stay together. Yeah. In in the words of Cardamom Avenue. <laughs> oh yeah, their famous song. We're all in this together. We're all in this together. Stick together. Yeah. Oh my gosh. All right. If y'all are right with me taking about an hour to throw on the walls, then sure. I can booby trap this. Alright, uh, just a quick question. Do I get a third level spell slot back if we take a short rest? Or or is that only with long rest? Are you only down a third level spot? Um, yes, that's the only spell slot that... Oh, uh, no, actually I just used Flame Blade, so I... I guess Druid. I would regain second level then. How does that work? Does Druid get a spell regain ability? I think... I thought they did, but maybe not. I can't remember. Let me look it up. Okay. Sorry about I that. Don't wanna, I don't want to rob you of your class abilities, but I don't 
I feel like Druid is long rest. You know, that sounds fair. I don't know. In the meantime, I take out a little kettle of a little pouch of borscht and I warm it up with my sword and I give it to people. So spectacular. Mm, just like oh, Mama Armbar used to make. You all gain one temporary hit point. Oh, sweet. All right, for Brock and Epi, that is substantial. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. You consume a druid's feast. Not a hero's feast, it's, it's just a druid. It's feast. just a borscht. It's just a thing of borscht. <laughs> uh, no, druids are every long rest. You get your spell slots back. No worries. It's all good. Definitely, probably. Okay. Cool. Well, guess... So while we're waiting an hour for Epi to draw that, Brock goes and lets Diana know, hey, we found the nest. Okay. So, Epi, on the floor where it all kind of narrows down, you know, crushes up another one of the diamonds and then kind of snaps his fingers and lights this little thing on fire and starts moving the diamond dust around, making like a little bit of an ink thing, and starts carving in a rune. And I am going to have it do the 5d8 fire damage. I'm going to refine it so that if it won't blow up if we walk on it, but if undead walk on it, then it will blow up. Oh, the geese will go away, by the way. Uh, oh. It's okay. <laughs> they provided a lot of really great humor. This is true. <laughs> they did. They were invaluable additions to the team. They were really great. I I only wish I could summon them again, but I can't. So, it's all good. So, let's start with this. Ten minutes pass. You guys are resting for... Attempting to rest for an hour. Ten minutes pass. I need everyone but Rook to give me a wisdom saving throw. I have advantage, Ooh. so that four does not count, per se. However, I'm stuck with a five. I got a seven. Can I invoke the Tides of Chaos to try that a third time? <laughs> I'll allow it. There we go, 16. Okay. Does inspiration add three to my roll? Inspiration would let you roll an advantage. Oh. I got a 13. A 15. Would you like to use your inspiration, Tyler? It would give me a natural one if I did that. I'll, I'll let you roll again. You sure? Yeah. All right. I'll use my inspiration. <gasps> oh, yeah. Got an eight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> Feels bad, man. <laughs> hey, it was a shot. <laughs> Alright, so Brock got 16, Patricia got 15, mm -hmm. and then Epien's armbar failed. I got a 13, that fails? Uh... Yep. Oh, no. I need both of you to roll me a d100, please. 65. 48. Five. 65, she no, got. No, 65. Oh. <laughs> So, for starters, armbar. Mm -hmm. You gain the same effect that Rook has. You're starting to notice that the mold and the mildew and the fungus are giving off bright light. So anywhere that there is any kind of decay, that area seems brightly lit to you. Even though it is still pitch black, you're able to see, like, perfectly there. Mm. So, like, half of this place is brightly lit to you right now. Okay. 
you and Rook, as you look at each other, you notice there is now a purple hue in each other's eyes. Oh. That was not there before. When the shroom hits your eyes. (laughs) 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 Epi. Yeah? You're finding yourself having trouble remembering things. Oh boy. As you try to, uh, it's not getting in the way at this point, but like, have you ever had that moment where like you read the same sentence ten times? Because it just, it's like you read it and it just doesn't compute, so you read it again and like, you just zone out halfway through reading it. That's happening to you right now. So it's really, it's making it hard for you to do this ritual to cast this spell, right? You're still able to do it, but it's... Something is wrong. Okay. So while I'm I'm doing that spell and I'm just kind of having trouble remembering, would I know that this is kind of the... Is this similar at all to when I touched the shroom guy and all that, or does it feel different? I'll say it, it's similar. Like, it's different, but the, there's some threads there. So after I kind of finish drawing the rune and... Like, you guys can kind of see Abby keeps looking back to the, the spell book and stopping and starting and then just kind of looks back and is like, Hold on. Didn't that one mycologist say that the spores were how it got into you? Duh. Didn't we bring the mycologist with us? Yeah, we did, actually. Well, we did. We did, bring the, we did bring it with us. Did you? I completely forgot about that. <laughs> He's just been very quiet this whole time. Oh, oh my god. He has been having so much fun. He's just so overwhelmed. <laughs> he has been... Alright, so that changes my DMing a little. So retroactively, he has been a kid in a candy store. <laughs> he has been inspecting all of the fungus and all of the mildew. And like, he's got this little like straight edge razor chisel looking thing. And he's like scraping off bits of sample. Putting it into the... I don't know, the water deep equivalent of like a little plastic baggie. He's just got a bunch of little jars, little glass jars. Yeah, Wild. like he has... He has a bag. Like an entire spice rack of little jars. Yeah, like an alchemist kit, but like, it's just got a pouch where like, there's little slots for the little vials of stuff. Oh, yeah, sorry. he's just going, going nuts. Uh, he does pass his wisdom saving throw. Oh. So. Excellent. Nothing new for him. Yeah. He's kind of just gonna rub his temples and be like, alright, so uh George how can you tell if somebody has a case of the mushrooms? What? How can you tell if we've got mushrooms in our brains? There's so many of them everywhere. What are you talking about? There's some here, and here, and here, and there's some in there. Oh, you mean inside of you? Yeah. Oh, and like adjust these goggles on his head. And again, you know, eyes, massive compared to the rest of his face, and, like, he just, like, waddles up over to you, and he's like, Do you have mushrooms? I kind of look around, I'm like, I don't know, but I have the worst brain fog right now. And, quite honestly, things are a lot brighter than they usually are. All the mold and mildew seems to be bright, like the sun. I look at my borscht and worry a little bit about the stuff <laughs> I put in there. <laughs> oh. You How see the mycologist. Those beats? <laughs> oh man. You're a fairly talented chef. Yeah. Enough, especially with this particular dish, that 
you know you made it right. Okay. There is that momentary lapse of like, oh god. <laughs> Did I do this? No, no. It is not me. It, it is not it me. Is, it is It is the children who are wrong. Yes, the children, <laughs> all of them. <sighs> okay. So you see the mycologist, George, cast a spell. Uh, if you would like, you can roll Arcana to figure out the spell. But then he looks at everybody and he's like, You three, you are all poison. Oh, not again. Get it out of me! Wait, Armbar is resistant to poison. I am? Well, okay, Armbar, yes, you are. Take your inspiration back. You still rolled an advantage. But it's still an eight. Right? But you still have your advantage. Is that because of my wild magic class or something? No, no. it's because of your belt. Oh. Yeah, you are resistant to poison damage and the poisoned condition because of your belt of dwarven kind. I forgot all about that. I remember all this stuff, Paul. Beavers. <laughs> I would like to roll Arcana, though, to see if I can guess the spell. Sure. That's a 15 plus a 7 for yes. It is Detect Poison and Disease. The air down here is saturated. We're breathing it in right now. Ah, I told you we should have just sent in geese with torches. We're only ten minutes in. Can we still do that? <laughs> Maybe we should just do that. My geese are still here if it's only ten minutes in. Yeah, we're still ten minutes in. Say, <laughs> so I will let you wait an hour. If this isn't setting in that fast, I don't think we have an hour to wait. So I do not get my either. spell slot back. I looked up what the the belt of Dwarvenkind does, and it says you just have advantage on saving throws against poison, and you have resistance against poison damage. Oh. Yeah. For sake of what we've already done, should I? Should we just say I'm poisoned? Yeah, I mean, you're you still are, poisoned. You're still poisoned, you just didn't have to use your inspiration to try dodging it. Oh, okay. Because like so you, you check the inspiration box again. Yeah, you would have just had advantage. You wouldn't have had to spend the inspiration to Oh, get it. gotcha. But, I mean, you rolled an 8. I'm sorry, yeah. I can't help you. <laughs> no, I, I I misunderstood what you meant about that. We're good. Alright, good deal. Thanks. Epi's gonna kinda pull his cloak over his nose and be like, Alright, alright, if we don't have an hour, then... I will say, interrupting the ritual does not expend the resources or the spell slot, because that would be awful. Thank you. <laughs> Appreciate that. <laughs> oh, and quick note. Epi and Armbar, uh, much the same as Rook, both of you feel this strong urge to go deeper into the crypt. Think Do we I should get moving little... soon. No. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm feeling a little pulled down to the base of the crypt, so I'm guessing that's probably where... Mushroom Prime is. I'm sure uh, George here would love to take a look at the big mushroom. You mean the Elvish? Or we could, I mean, we can send the geese with lots of other torches, but we could also send this big hulking demon here to go down there with large torch and set that aflame. I kind of look at the demon and I look at the geese and I'm like... Not the worst plan. We could let them catch it on fire and then once all the fire is out we could come down and see if they got everything. 
So it's just a double I deck. think that is the best plan, honestly, because this is setting in so fast. Yeah. I, I yeah. really don't want yeah. us to get poisoned anymore. Of course. Arson! Arson. <laughs> in my other <laughs> campaign, that is pretty much how we solve problems. <laughs> Let's go for it. I just want to say, my first campaign ever, where I was a player, we literally blew up a city by lighting the sewer s system on fire. <laughs> so, oh, no. and then Curse of Strahd, we burned a house down. Like, just, it's just a theme in every game I've played in. That's lighting amazing. stuff on fire. It's a solution. Purge it with fire. Works every time. Alright, so, so, so I guess I start trying to fashion, like, little... <laughs> <laughs> like torches, <laughs> like for the geese. <laughs> I can help you light them on fire. Yeah, you want to help me? Send Squizzle and Natch down there too. I will help you with geese torches. <laughs> so, between all of you, if you have most of your basic starting equipment, you should have some torches. Yes. Yes. Right. Yeah. So, you you have them available. <laughs> You don't need to fashion, like... Just, the goose gets to put the torch into the mouth, it's fine. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, it's just like, but how big is this torch? Is gotcha. sort of the thing. So we, we figure it out, we get the... We, we make it happen. I'm not that emotionally invested in the physical mechanics of a goose carrying a torch. <laughs> as much as I am in the mental image of this V-formation Mighty Ducks line of geese... <laughs> Flying down. Yeah. Yes. And I, I instruct them, go, go, light everything on fire. Go. Be the true chaos geese I know you are. I love you so much. And then go home. Okay. So you're sending them downstairs. I'm sending them downstairs. And then I think we should head out. And their orders, their orders are to light shit up, right? Yes, light everything up. Yes, okay. specifically everything. So, you know, this is a mausoleum. Yes. There's a lot of stone. Light anything uh, that looks flammable on fire. Right. There's also a lot of mushrooms. There's a lot of mushrooms. Yeah, just light the mushrooms on fire, I think, is the, the main takeaway. <laughs> the geese go downstairs. There's a moment of nothing really, like, no feedback, nothing. Rook and armbar. Yes. The two of you specifically, and what you see. So you know how a calm surface of water is just yep. very still, right? And then when something starts splashing in it, it's just chaos. That light source that you're seeing from all of the mold and mildew on the walls... Uh-huh has that effect. It goes from just steady, constant light to, like, it's a rave now, right? Like, in an erratic, kind of sharp way. Um, and in the same instant as that, all three of you that are poisoned uh, get the biggest splitting uh, headache, and there's, like, this feedback uh, metallic noise that you're hearing in your mind telepathically. <laughs> you get the strong sense that there are some mushrooms being lit on fire downstairs. 
Uh, right. We're also getting working. the hell out, right? We're getting out. Oh, yeah. Well, we promised the black staff we'd make sure this problem was solved. I think we wait for the fire to clear up and then we go investigate with left. That was the plan, right? Yeah, that's the plan. Yeah. So we need to get out of for this sure. cave. Yeah. yeah. I assumed we were at the mouth of it at that point because that's where Epi was laying her trap, his trap. All right. Yeah, okay. So we're out. So, yeah, we're like already at the top of the stairs. Great. Okay, so... You're top of the stairs, you're out of the crypt, wherever you want to be, like, there's nothing stopping you. Epi's just holding the side of his head like, I'm telling you, I'm so done with mushrooms right now. Like, I understand they're gorgeous <laughs> specimens, but I am getting so many headaches today, I'll tell you what. Well, that does tend to happen if you work with them for long enough. It's important that you drink a lot of water. Here. And he, like, pulls out, like, a water skin that's just old and hands it over to you use mine thank you and i drink out of it it's it's just water <laughs> what a letdown i'm hydrated as much as you yeah as much as you can be from you know the professor's old water bottle <laughs> yeah but uh but it's, if you have headache, then this mean then this means it is working, yes? Uh, there's certainly something on fire screaming like the damned. Oh good. Here, have cookie. Uh, Patricia. Thank you. Yes. Yes. So what kind of help me understand? Yes. Because I am not super familiar with Druid as a class. Uh, do you, like, do you feel your summons? Like, are you aware of their presence? Or is it more of a summon and set them loose? Um, they are friendly to me. They obey any verbal commands. Um, I, they're just like my friends. Like, they just show up. I don't feel them. They just kind of show up. And when they're out of hit points or it's been an hour, they, they scooch on out. So... Okay, but it is a concentration spell, right? It's concent um it is concentration. Okay. So I would say about a minute and a half passes and you feel your concentration drop. Oh, like that that tension of maintaining the spell just releases on its own. Oh, they've gone. I guess they're done. That was quick. Or maybe they were eaten. That's shifty. That's possible. There have been a lot of undead running around here lately. Well, they did a good job. They did. They were excellent geese. And demon. Well, we we, we demon's still here. <laughs> I point oh, at demon, big demon. with us? Oh, only the geese. We talked All about right. sending the demon. Yeah. We only talked about the demon. Okay, I got you, I got you. Well, I do so not I've... think after a minute and a half that they uh, made much headway, but I think they made more headway than we will need to cover, so they gave Sirius a little bit of time. But uh, perhaps there is a way to... I do not... Unfortunately, I do not have a good way of... Uh, of uh, protecting us from more infection. Maybe Diana would. I I look at I look at the 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 professor and I'm just like, 
do you know a way to help us not all get poisoned as we go into the crypt? Oh, yeah, sure. Uh, well, anything that protects you from poison, you know, helps a lot. Uh, I have a couple of potions, but uh, those are for me. Uh, and he like pops a cork and he just downs a vial of this greenish liquid. Like, so I'm good now, right? Like nothing's gonna, it's not gonna bother me. And he saw like two more potions in there, right? He's like, I'm good for about an hour. Hey. Well, my loot lets me cast protection from poison on somebody. Say again. I'm I sorry. My, the loot lets me cast protection from poison on one person. There you go. So I can buff somebody. I can either cure one of the poison people, or I can buff Patricia not to be poisoned. It's it's up to y'all. Um, I I will take the buff, but I also I don't know. Is it better to have one of us be buffed and then like just definitely not get poisoned, or do we want to take away the poison from one person and then they might get poisoned again? Well, they'll maintain resistance to poison, so okay. curing Epi or Rook would still be helpful. Armbar's already resistant to poison, so that would be half my spell wasted. Mm. Um, I mean, I do have a plus three bonus to wisdom, so hopefully that'll see me through. Um, and I have advantage on wisdom, so I do not need to buff myself. Um, yeah, so, um, one of us gets cured slash buff, one of us gets potion. Or wait, yeah, yeah between me and Effie. Because we've got two extra potions, and, well, <laughs> the doc has one. I'm just gonna go put a, a hand on, on George's shoulder. How much for the extra potion? What do you mean? It's mine. I'm not willing to sell it. You know how hard these things are to make? I do. You told me. I never quite got the hang of it. Um, you should have paid more attention in class. I really should have. <laughs> uh, alright, alright. Let me handle this. Listen, punk. You're gonna fork over that file. Or it's about to get ugly. What? <laughs> Oh, yeah! Yikes. 19. There you go. Nathan, my psychologist. Armbar, you find yourself in possession of two vials of <laughs> poison protection. That's okay. Really bunk. Here you go, Whippy. Thank you. I appreciate it. So, will that cure the poison, too? Uh, Epi, do you drink it? Uh, I'm gonna ask if it'll cure the poison first. I'm gonna shoot. I'm gonna shoot a look at him. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I, I think it should. I, I've never been poisoned. I always drink it beforehand. I work with mushrooms. I'm careful. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> Epi kind of chugs it and then sort of shuffles around in his bag and hands him twenty-five gold. <laughs> uh, that metallic ringing in the back of your skull subsides. Oh, that's so much better. Thank you. I hope 25 will cover it. It won't. won't let me know. <laughs> Not even close. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, tell you what, how George. How much do those cost? <laughs> Seriously, like, 250 gold. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. 
Inflict you just guys, you guys just shook this guy down hardcore. <laughs> he kind of fiddles around in his sleeve, like, all right, hang on, one second, one second. George, think of it this way, lost. George. You're, you're helping us help the Blackstaff solve the mushroom problem. The Blackstaff's going to think, look very favorably at you for helping us. All right, you can just expand. Yeah, it. you are. Yeah, you can totally. Yeah, whatever wizard word that is, expense. Yes, you can do that. <laughs> <laughs> He seems only slightly uh, appeased by this uh, revelation that he can just write an expense report. <laughs> Let the college pay for it. Right, so two potions and my spell and ev and everyone but uh, but Patricia is going to have uh, advantage on poison saves. Okay. And let me just roll for my wild magic. I roll a nat one, which means I do roll my wild magic table. Yep. I roll... Oh, that's a, D, that's a D20. Hold on a second. I need to actually roll a D100 for this. 29. I teleport up to 60 feet away in an unoccupied place, so I just teleport over to Diana's hut. Sure. <laughs> Can you um, ask her? She has any poison. <laughs> right. <laughs> Diana, do you have any... Diana, do you well, have anything for poison? Pause real quick. You also triggered my wild magic. Oh! Awesome. That's why I oh, took boy. this class. <laughs> 78. That's That was your sorcerer, right? Yep. Alright, let me get down to the surface. There we go. You said 78? Yep. But technically, it was, I was doing it with my bardic instrument, but I have. I'm, but the way we agreed we would do it is I roll for everything because otherwise I have to keep track of my stuff. So, instrument of the bard is what I cast it with if that matters to you. Gotcha. Choose a meta magic. Uh, like a sorcerer meta magic. Yeah. I'm guessing I can't choose get a spell slot back. No, like one of the no. like. Okay. Uh, subtle spell. Okay. For the next hour, none of your spells require somatic or verbal components. Oh, sweet! Yeah, oh. cool. Subtle spell so, is so good. Yeah, you get a free subtle spell on everything for the next hour. Sweet. But Brock does ask Diana, so Diana, we're about to go into this poisoned area. Do you happen to have anything that can help with poison for, uh... Everyone's good but Patricia at this point. Oh, uh, yes, actually. And she comes out and casts... Uh, I think it's Protection from Poison. Is that just the name of the yep, spell? Yep, that's the spell I just used, so yeah, probably. So, yeah. Cast the same thing. Oh, thank you. This will be very useful. Also, just a heads up, we will probably be burning a lot of the stuff inside this vault. She just kind of is like, I understand. Uh, do what you must. I will not be going with you. Oh, no, 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 no. It's fine. You do not have to come with. I just wanted to let you know this is on your ground and... As druid to druid. Thank you. Best of luck. She's very calm about all this. Epi, you in particular would know that uh, Diana does not get ruffled very often. <laughs> I'm just going to lean over to Patricia. Yeah, very little gets under Diana's skin. It's like one of the best parts about knowing her. You can tell her anything, she's not even a little bit phased. Like, hey Diana, a couple of weeks ago I saw a skeleton just walk on by, it was totally weird. 
Oh, so the time when half of my swamp appeared in her grove, that was the one time she was a little ruffled? Well, I have seen her ruffled like once before, but we don't talk about that anymore. Oh. Uh, the last time I saw her ruffled, she literally killed me. <laughs> I take it you got better. <laughs> just, <laughs> you didn't kill me a rook, wimp. Uh, I will dock your pay, sir. <laughs> I'm sorry, boss. <laughs> Patricia just blinks at this, just like, what? <laughs> it involved time travel and the trickster god Syric. It's a very long story. I already told Diana the short version, like, yesterday, so. Right? Oh. Okay. Uh, well, great little... <laughs> Let's go burn a, a few things. And then uh, Patricia just sort of very stiffly walks into the place. <laughs> just muttering in Russian like uh, children. What are they up to nowadays? Sure. With, their, right, with so... their TikTok and God knows what else. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> with their collars and your frosting and tips. Put the avocado on the toast. What is up with that? With your Junko jeans? Junko jeans. Epi, we just opened up a gift shop to help raise funds to rebuild the Bard Rock. Look at this fancy new design. I'd love that on a new t-shirt. You are transported to a world of t-shirts, all identical. You can feel your sense of self slipping away from you as the shirts reach out and grab you and assimilate. Uh, I cast Dispel Magic. Epi, where'd you go? Wild Magic. Don't ask, it was terrible. So, so, where's the gift shop going to be? Oh, well, we have two storefronts, bardrockcafe.redbubble.com and tpublic.com slash users slash bardrockcafe. So anyone can support the Bardrock. You know, the coffee mug is really cute. And that's not all we sell. We have t-shirts, hoodies, children's apparel, Bard Rock no Cafe's gift shop is now open. Sales go to support the show. So if you want to help out and also get some cool Bard Rock Cafe merch, go check it out. And that's everything we had so far. Epi, are you listening? Hmm? D did you say something? <sighs> yeah, Zabrock follows Patricia, so she's not marching in alone. Okay. So, who is still... Is anybody still under the effects of the poison? Everybody is cured, and everybody but Brock has resistance to poison on. Brock's just counting on his natural advantage on wisdom saves. Aren't I still... Oh, no, because... You have it from your belt. Okay. Well... And you're I'm cured. not cured, though. The, po the poison cured you, we established that. Or the potion cured you, not the poison. Okay. Yeah, so everybody has been cured. And everybody has advantage on the check to get poisoned again in some way. So. It's been, like, maybe five or six minutes total, right? It has not been a long time. You guys start heading back downstairs. Is there anything anybody is doing on the way down? Um, I guess I cast Flame Blade and just have that. Okay, how long does that last? Um, actually, let's just say I didn't have it before because I was maintaining concentration. It's a concentration spell, I forgot. Makes uh, sense, yeah. yeah. 
So okay. so now I'm, I'm using it. Sure. So Accounting. Do we want to have Rook scout like super ahead? Because I can make Rook invisible. Are you not concentrating on... It, it doesn't say it requires concentration. It does not. Carry on. I mean, um, yeah, I'm game. I'll scout further ahead than last time. Alright, so I will make Rook invisible. Do not trigger my regular wild magic. Make me run again. You do not trigger my wild magic. Okay. So, Rook, you are invisible. Go ahead and roll right. a stealth check at advantage. I rolled 24 total. Ooh. So you are very silent, even though it is stone floors. Um, you're used to walking on constructed pathways, right? So you are... Staying on the balls of your feet and not making much sound with your footfalls. You're invisible. You make your way down. All right. The the glow has gone from before. You're relying on dark vision right now. Mm -hmm. um, how far down do you go? I go down another flight than uh, last time. Okay. So as you reach the bottom of these stairs... Uh, there's just a lot of just scorch marks everywhere. Uh, there's a lot of empty coffins, right? Like where they had been busted open and there were mushrooms growing inside of them. Now it's just scorched. Oh my god. My my geese did that? <laughs> yes! <laughs> uh, you do see all of the torches just scattered around, extinguished. Okay, so but it's, and it's, everything's empty. <laughs> Roll a perception check. Okay. 23 total. So, they did pretty good. They were like, there were eight of them, right? So, you know, eight geese, very focused in their mission, <laughs> split up, covered a lot of ground until... Looks like something stopped them. There are definitely signs of violence and a scuffle. Like, there's a couple of torches that are just broken. And if the geese just vanished, the torch would still be on fire. There's feathers everywhere. Uh -huh. Do what? Yeah, well, I mean, I guess... Uh, not really, they would just, they would all go back to the fae. Right. Yeah. Like, I was, yeah. The feathers... Or I assume there was a pre-unsummoning pre scuffle that would have involved feathers. It's, I've never actually thought that through. I, I would say that the feathers in particular would go back to the Feywild? <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> There's, no There's just... <laughs> yeah. So yeah, the geese are just gone. Right? <laughs> Leave no trace. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> um, and you do notice that there are still some signs of mushrooms and mildew and moss on the walls. Uh-huh. But not nearly as much as the previous level. Okay, and um, yeah. Okay, I got you. So there could. So the, are you saying that there's still some unbroken coffins around? There are not all the coffins are open, right? Right, right. Some yeah, them, I got you. I got you. Some of them, like they are sealed coffins. Yes, so like yes. something had to break in to cause the mushrooms to get there in the, in the first place. Right. So the ones that are still sealed are just sealed coffins. They're yeah. So they're safe. Okay. So yeah. I got you. 
but there's some still brewing. Okay, so um, I'm gonna um, just so I don't yell and then wake up the most dangerous thing in the world. Um, I'm gonna uh, summon fairy and send fairy up the stairs to tell everyone they can come down. Sure. And because fairy is a pseudo dragon. She is able to telepathically tell everyone. Nice! What does she sound like? Oh, hello! <gasps> so, Rook wanted me to come tell you all that downstairs, everything is burned to a crisp. But it's safe. And to come on downstairs. First, you are adorable. Second, I am so proud of my goose children. You did this with geese. <laughs> That's very impressive. Hi, I'm Fairy. Hello, I am Patricia. It's good to meet you. Hello, Patricia. It's nice to meet you. You are very soothing. I'm gonna stay here, and she curls up on your shoulder. Oh my god. (laughs) Patricia's so happy. (laughs) Do you like borscht, little dragon? (laughs) I have no idea what that is. I give you borscht. (laughs) Fairy is... Licking the, the the borscht and just getting the taste of it, but you know, it's other things. And going one on. temporary hit point. Right. <laughs> one sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hit point. Yes. <laughs> oh, the joke that keeps on friend. giving. Okay. Okay. Let's let's right. head down. Um later it like in the post in a gay post credit scene, like you see Patricia planting like some poppies, some swamp poppies for the geese. And says Patricia Nettlesby will return in. <laughs> okay. So you all go down to the burned level, correct? Yes. Yep. Alright. Again, very smoky. You guys are also like Smoke rises, so there is some coming up the staircase, so like, you know. And the smoke is foul, right? It burns basically mildew and mold and stuff, so it doesn't even smell good. It's just gross burning, but it doesn't smell musty anymore. Rook, you are still invisible. Neat. (laughs) Nice. Uh... Does any of this look like, you know, like when we get down there, can I kind of peek over into the crypts that are open? Sure. What are you looking for? Dead people. If the crypt is opened, uh, the only thing that was there was mushrooms. You don't see anything else in the, the crypt itself. I think um, I'm gonna pull up detect magic, well, a, a spell slot, and I want to see if I can detect like any more like, are there more mushrooms in the closed crypt? Are there any like necrotic magic in the closed crypt? Stuff like that. Okay, I got gotcha. you. So, with detect magic up. Go ahead. Go ahead and also give me an Arcana, just so I can know what all to give you. Okay. 
I'll even say an advantage because you have detect magic going. I'm so glad I had that advantage. So that's a 15 plus 7 for the Arcana. Okay. So you're looking around and you're starting to notice that the crypts that are still closed have some magical wards on them. What kind so of magical ward? Like, like protection, right? Like, don't open the crypt. Like, leave the dead unbothered. Understandable. Understandable. Um... There are a few opened crypts that have, like, expended magical wards, but most of the ones that are opened never seem to have had any at all. Almost like somebody learned very quickly what those symbols were and stopped messing with the crypts with those on them. Ah. Then I kind of look around and be like, Alright. I feel like I need to let Diana know that somebody's been going around messing with her crypts when she wasn't looking. And I'm gonna tell I'm gonna turn around to everyone else. Alright, so you see this symbol right here that's on the top of the crypts? If it has that symbol on it, don't open it. Seems reasonable. And grave robbing wasn't really my MO, though. I mean, I can't judge too much. There's a lot of scientific discovery to be found in crypts, but still, if some folks don't want you opening them, they make sure you can. I'm just saying, I'd be out of all of us, the one who would be most likely be grave robbing is the person telling us not to do it. Eh, fair enough. You're not wrong, I can't really prove you're wrong, so that's there. Is there anything else in this room that I see with my magic eye? Well, you see a very large conjured demon carrying a very small crocodile. <laughs> alligator, whatever. Alligator. Um, yeah, alligator. Like I, Same thing with, with armbar and his camels. I just catch myself at the, the end of it every time. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> um... No, nothing outside of, like, the party's stuff catches your eye. Okay. Are there more stairs? So, yes. Do you guys go down the stairs? Well, you're, on the, that... you're on basement three at this point. Do you go down to basement four? Well, fortunately, I cannot conjure... Down the stairs. Unfortunately, I cannot conjure more geese. Or else that would have been a very effective way of handling this whole dungeon. Or, a uh, situation. <laughs> Epi, what do your magic eyes see? And this room, not too much. And I kind of peek down the stairs. Do I see anything? Without going down to that level, it just looks like more of the same. Invisible rook? I, I can creep on down. Okay. I'm not going to make you roll stealth again. Your stealth is fine. Uh, you go down, the air is still, you know, again, very, very heavy down here. Um, it is hard to breathe, not in a suffocating sort of way, but in a, like, god, it is awful Ugh. down here. The walls are completely covered in moss and mildew. 
the air just feels kind of like wet. And as you're, there are no more stairs down. You have reached the bottom floor. And as you are creeping around, one of the the legs of the H, um, the wall, like the back wall, seems to have been tunneled out. Um, right. And in front of that wall, just kind of. So the entire stonework has been covered in this black mold kind of nastiness. There is about a 10 foot section that is completely clean before the wall breaks in and is like tunneled further into the stonework. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna let, I'm gonna uh, ask Fairy to signal everyone down, especially Dr. Mushroom Guy. Because he, he understands this better than me. <laughs> sure. Uh, so he definitely comes down, because you have something interesting for him. Mm-hmm. Um, you see him pinching his nose. Yeah, guys, it's gross. <laughs> yeah, like, he's pinching his nose, he's got the, the massive eye goggles on, you know, he's doing the old man, like, hobble, right? And he reaches, he's like, what? Oh, that's very strange. He's like, He's looking at that, that clean patch of stone. He's like, I don't know why that is. That's not natural. Look around. It's it's covering every surface, but right there. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Uh. Huh. What do my magic-y eyes see? I, it's, you just, the magic-y eyes don't see anything. There's nothing magic about the stone that's clean? Nope. Does it, um, can I use investigation to see if the stone was scraped clean? Because sometimes, like, I, I would, I don't know if I would know this in character, but as a player, I know, like, if you make the edge of a stone, like, very, very smooth, like, the surface of a stone very smooth, it's very difficult for anything to grow in it, because it's just too, there's just not anything for it to cling onto. <clears throat> it's not porous. Yeah, it's not porous. doesn't gotcha. have crevices. I appreciate the in real world knowledge, so go ahead and roll investigation at advantage. Oh, cool. Um, that's a nat 20, so I'm just gonna keep it there. <laughs> okay. So, uh, I will say this. Before you even get up close to the stone, what you notice is that for one, it was not scraped smooth. Like, the stonework is the same as the stonework in the rest of the place. It's just clear of moss and mildew and mold of any kind. Um, and as you're looking, it's also clear of grout and sand and any kind of filth at all. It is perfectly clean. Does Diana come down here to clean, like, this specific spot? <laughs> Just this, no other spot? Because there is nothing on this surface. Maybe someone cast Prestidigitation at ninth level on the wall. Huh. Could also Can I be... look and see if there... I'm gonna kind of 
I will Can say I this. The the bucket? surface I'm sorry, I, I cut you off. Let me give oh, you this. No, go ahead. You go ahead. Um the surface of the stone does look like wet, kind of like every other surface looks wet, but other than that, completely clean. Go ahead, Epi. Oh, I was gonna ask if I could poke it with a stick. I was gonna go stomp on it. <laughs> okay. Who's doing what? Uh, let's both do it. <laughs> let's both do it. Same time. I'm gonna poke it with a stick and then armbar walk up. <laughs> Alright. So Epi, do you have just a random stick? Like what are you poking it with? You remember how the geese had torches and now the torches are out? Sure. Gotcha. So you're poking it with a torch. Epi the... also does in fact always carry a stick because Epi always casts unseen servant, so This is well that's a very small stick. You didn't say the size of the stick. True. Like, this is true. Yeah, I'll let you take like that little twig that you can break off of a branch and just poke it two inches from your hand. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now nah, we're using the formerly goose stick. Sure. All right. Epi. Mm-hmm. And Armbar. Uh, I need you both, you two specifically, to roll initiative to see who gets there first. <laughs> <laughs> I got a nine. I got a 19. All right. That's nice. <laughs> You're yeah. way more so. excited. <laughs> <laughs> I want to poke it. Effie's leading the charge. Effie, you poke the ground. Mm-hmm. And the ground seems to start to dissolve the torch as it hits it. Oh, no. Oh. Well, it's a good thing you touched I... you with the stick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, because you would have punched it then your hand would have dissolved <laughs> oh man uh, well you would have taken some damage I need everyone to roll me initiative as the walls start to crawl as the oh, liquid oh, seems no. to condense together are you rolling uh, for no. the demon or am I rolling for the demon should I stick with my 19 uh, yeah you armbar and epi you guys can keep those oh. initiative rolls Okay. That'll make it simple. Oh, oh no. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, Armbar. I will say the demon and and Mr. Spicy go on the same initiative. Go ahead and use the demon? I don't know. I don't have the demon stats, so I'm just going to roll a flat. Uh, a flat d20? Let me know what it is. The demon gets... Oh my god. Plus two to initiative. Okay, I'll just roll twice. So I have a 13 on initiative for Patricia and a 15 initiative on the demon. Brock has a 14. Rook has a nine. All right, so I got Patricia at 13, the demon at 15. Brock is at 14, Rook and Armbar both at nine, and Epi is at 19. Okay. Now to roll for the critters that you guys poked. <laughs> I'm so glad I poked it with a stick first. I'm yep. so glad you poked it with a stick first. I think we're all very glad you poked it with a stick. <laughs> 10 out of 10. Excellent stick poking. Do do it again, please. <laughs> we'll do. We'll do. This would have a perfect use for my mage hand that I never use. This is true. Oh. Next time. I'm sure I'll forget like I did this time. Okay. Surprising no one. Epi, you are up first as you watch the torch just dissolve against the ground as eight oozes coagulate 
on the ceiling, on the walls, on the floor in front of you. Eight oozes? Yep. Eight, eight oozes. Eight oozes oozing. <sighs> okay, this is fun. This is so much fun. Okay. You um... are directly five feet away from one of them. So like it, you you poked it, you're within melee range. For consideration. This is true, but it kind of ate the stick. That doesn't mean you're out of melee range, it means you lost your torch. In fairness, it was out already, but um. Hmm. But I probably shouldn't touch it. You do you. I <laughs> I, I know, know better than to predict anything you guys are going to do, so... <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Let's see. So, let's say I had something that was a 15-foot cone. Never mind. I don't want to do one. <laughs> um... I think... Sorry, I'm going through, like, 20 of them. Uh, I think it's time to, um... Oh, well. I'm gonna firebolt it. I'll think about stuff for next time. Okay, roll at disadvantage, because it is next to you, and you're doing a melee attack, or a, a ranged attack. Oh. If I do shocking grasp, is it gonna acid my hand? No. That's... It's different. I, okay, I get the... I'm gonna... Yeah, I get the concern. <laughs> no, it's not gonna do that. Okay, then I'm gonna do Shocking Grasp. And that was a 24 to hit. Yep. So, <laughs> did. 9 lightning. It takes it. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I don't think I can do two spells at once, so, um, yeah, that might... Am I able to disengage? That's an action to disengage and run away, though. It is. You can still run away, it'll just try to hit you as you go. How close am I to the other oozes? So, it is... They are eight oozes in a 10 by 10 cube, basically. Hmm. Does that make sense? So many hits. I think uh, we're just gonna... I'm gonna run away, bravely. Okay. What is your AC for me, please? 11. 11? Oh, Yikes. no. Well, we'll see what happens. 16? Yeah, fine. yeah, that hits. For 6 bludgeoning and 5 acid. I don't like any of this. I, I don't like any of this at all. Damage. Um, are you wearing armor right now? I am not. Okay. So, it does corrode the clothing that you're wearing, but since it offers no bonus to armor class, it doesn't have any practical effect. You're just getting, like, threadbare right now, because it's acid. <laughs> well, that's fun! So your clothes are falling Epi. off. <laughs> Epi kind of, you know, motes a fire at this thing, and then kind of, you know, like, stumbles backwards and runs away, and it's just, you know, it smacks him, and he's like, ah, ah, alright, alright, these things are acid, don't touch them! Yeah, it stings, too. Like, a lot. Ow. Okay. <laughs> so, you moved away. Uh, one of the oozes... Alright, 
Effie and Armbar, you guys were both up front. So that means Armbar, you're still right there. So it's going to go after you. Sorry. But a six probably does not hit. No. Okay. Um, next up is the demon and Mr. Spicy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, oh, oh, am I controlling the demon? Yes, you are. Oh, gosh. Well, you control... It's it's a okay, daisy so, chain kind so of thing, right? So what can the demon do? <laughs> Smash. Besides the, the smash, smash. That is what you are controlling through Mr. Spicy, through Patricia. Oh, okay, but what can the demon do? Like, are there any, um, like, range attacks? Can this demon, like, breathe fire? Gotcha. So, uh, innate spellcasting, it can cast darkness, detect magic, and dispel magic just at will, right? Okay. I can just say, oh, that's magic. Now it's not. And then once a day, it can cast Confusion, Fly, and Power Word Stun. Uh, it has no ranged attacks, but it does get four attacks. Oh my gosh. Uh, I mean... Oh gosh, I, I just, I feel bad because I don't want this demon to get hurt. <laughs> Um, I don't know, y'all. What do you think? What do you think? Should I just send it in to do a punch, or should I just... Oh, hell yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. Strongest party member. Yeah. I'm gonna have it go in and punch a thing. Okay. Just so punch it gets... with lobster claw. Just, just straight up smite, except it's not right. a paladin. <laughs> so it has two punch attacks and two pincer attacks, basically. Okay, great. So um, I'm gonna have... So it can hit four things, is what you're telling me. <laughs> Or one thing four times. I mean, however you want to do this. All right, let's let's have this attack. Um, let's focus the focus the first two punch attacks on one ooze, and if that doesn't finish it off, then we'll we'll continue with the pincer maneuver. <laughs> and if not, then and if it does, then we'll just move on to a different dude. And uh, yeah. Um. So do I get a um. I guess my question is like, do I get another? Um, uh, what do I get for his uh, melee hit? Like any special bonuses, like for strength or whatever? Okay. Any modifiers? So, would you like me to roll it, or would you like to roll it? Uh, go ahead and roll it. Okay. Because I'm just gonna have roll twenty do all the work for me. Sounds great. All right. Let me find this thing. Get the character sheet. I'm sorry. No worries. Where I I know you don't like roll twenty. It has its its problems. One of which being you can have a million things open as the DM. All right. So you want fist or pincer first? Uh, let's do the pincer. Okay. Wait. Uh, uh, can you can you give me the damage on uh the the damage rolls on both? Like. So yeah. pincer gets two d ten plus five. Oh hell. And the fist is 2d4 plus 5. Plus Let's start two. with the pincer. Okay. So the first pincer attack definitely hits and does 12 bludgeoning to one of the oozes. Would you like the Glabrizu to grapple the ooze? <laughs> um, 
No, because it's going to eat away at it. So let's just drop it and then just have have him have him go at it again. Okay. So, because this was a melee attack, it does take some damage. It takes four points of acid damage. Oh no. <laughs> my, All right. my poor fragile demon. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. The CR, whatever. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you going again? Yeah, we're going again. Same same ooze that you're targeting? Same ooze. Just take one and just completely shred it. Okay. Yeah, 26 definitely hits. 20 Ooh. bludgeoning damage. One ooze is gone. It just fizzles away to nothing. All right. Have it engage another ooze and repeat. Take a point of acid damage on your demon. <laughs> oh no! My sweet boy. Alright, we're moving on to fist attacks now. 27 hits, 13. It's an what am I damage. talking about? 13 also hits. Nice. So 7 and 6 bludgeoning damage. You take a total of 10 acid damage in return. Uh, also, you finish off Epi's ooze as well. <laughs> yes! Nice! Nice! <laughs> <laughs> that is the Glavrizu's turn. Mr. Spicy is now hiding, like, behind his neck on his back. <laughs> I cheer for my demon son. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Next up, we have another one of the oozes. It it scooches forward and not thrilled that the Glabrizu is doing all of this. It is going to attack it because yeah, that was a whole lot. Six does definitely just does not hit. <laughs> it just flails at yep. it. Yep. <laughs> Alright. Uh, after that ooze is Brock. All the oozes are in a uh, 10 by 10 foot cube, right? Yes, with a... Uh, two of them are gone, right? So there's six left. Alright, so Brock positions himself between Armbar and the Gabrizu, but more than five feet away from the oozes. Yeah, I know what you're doing. Just You know exactly yeah, what I'm I... doing. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and cast me a Thunder Wave. Yep, alright, let's see. That's six con saves. So I need a con save. save. Yep. What's your I DC? I do not proc what... Uh, my DC is 16. Okay, so that's... Okay, so all of them passed but two. They take eight thunder damage, and then the two that pa uh, the uh, two that failed take eight thunder damage. The other two take four. And the ones that failed also go flying into the back wall. Also die proc wild magic. Yeah, so that was freaking loud, because y'all are inside... An enclosed stone space, and you just used Thunder Wave. So all of your ears are ringing. You don't take any damage from it. Uh, yeah, you trigger wild magic, so roll a d100, please. How does a 34 treat me? You've regained one hit point. Ah, That's kind of <laughs> sad, considering I'm at full health. Right. Well, the next turn you will regain two... And then the next turn you will regain three, and so on. Until your tenth turn when you regain ten hit points, and then that stops. Oh, neat. 
Yeah. All right. So Brock will use what movement he didn't use to back up further because he did not get in proc range of the oozes. Yeah. All right. I'll allow it. We're fighting in a small room, right? So I just backed up. I moved forward 10 feet, moved back 10 feet. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. There's a lot of slightly damaged oozes. Uh, the two that failed to get blasted back for what difference it makes. Uh, let's see. Patricia. Yes, okay. you're up. All right. Um, how far am I away from how many oozes? So there are six oozes left. Um, they're kind of... It's a wall right mm -hmm. now, basically, right? So, you know, you can get up to them and then it's tight quarters. You can move around and get to them or get away from them as you wish. You are not currently in melee. And how is my demon son looking? Uh, spicy. <laughs> spicy. <Yeah. laughs> I mean, is he, is he like pretty damaged? Is he beat up or is he just like, nah, this is fine? <laughs> there are some singe marks on his giant crab shell. He looks fine. Okay. Uh, I just needed to know whether or not I had to heal, <laughs> heal him, because he's he's really good, and we should keep him around. Um, so in that case, I'm going to um, move forward, and I'm going to... Um, let's see, I think, what is the best thing to do here? Um, I think Wild Shape is not great right now, but I am going to do... Um, as a bonus action spirit totem. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, use the bear totem. Uh, so everybody gets 10 temporary hit points on top of my borscht. And uh, you also get advantage on strengths, the strength checks and saves. So this creates an aura and a 30 foot radius around me. Everyone should be good. Uh, the other thing too is I'm just gonna go forward and hit this thing with my flame blade. So I'm okay. going to target one with my flame blade. Alright, make an attack. Alright, um... I'm guessing a 19 hits? Uh, yeah. So, their armor class is 8. These things are not hard to hit. Take 10 flame damage. Okay. Nice. And that is my turn. Okay. Cool. Uh, let's see, Patricia. Yeah, uh, Rook, you're up next. Alrighty. Alrighty. I am gonna shoot at Ooze. It's yeah. It's really funny, but I'm gonna do it. <laughs> I'm gonna attack the Jello monster. <laughs> there are adjacent allies. Just gonna light up. Them. Just gonna light up that that Jello. <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you're, you're sticking the toothpick in the Jello. Let's go. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Let's see what happens. <laughs> it's like a '60s dinner party all over again. <laughs> Lime Jello. That's what's up. Alrighty. And I uh, 25. Yeah, that definitely hits. Uh, you can <laughs> get right. sneak attack. <laughs> all right. All right. Um, that is, uh, 4d6 plus 4. That's 20 total. Okay, yeah. so you shoot it real good. Another one just explodes. Nice. Uh, you do notice that the crossbow bolt dissolves the minute it hits it, 
as it is scattering into nothingness. That's real. <laughs> um, I guess. Uh, yeah. The next thing I'll do is I'll uh, shoot with my offhand. Okay. You only get sneak attack once, so. Yeah. No, that's legit. Just uh, hit it a little bit more damage. Eighteen. Yeah. Okay. One. Uh, roll. Uh, that's regular roll damage, which is just one d six. Go. And that's my little five damage. A shot. Another ooze. Okay. Again, bolt dissolves. The ooze does not. You're not hitting that's two cool. for two this time. That's legit. That's only five damage. That's fine. But I'm happy. Yeah. Armbar. You're up. How many are, how many are left? So you count five that are left. Oh, shit. Well, let's rage. All right. Let's rage. <laughs> let's Which rage. wild magic for you, right? Yeah, so I rolled a two. Oh, that's the teleport one. So I can teleport up to three feet. Um, are there some that are, like, on their back? I mean, eh, I'm, I'm not gonna good. worry about it. It doesn't. Yeah, it's like a have... it's like a bean bag. <laughs> There's like no back to a bean bag. Yeah, I got it. That's a really good way of describing it, actually. I'm like thinking like that time I got reincarnated as a slime, where it's like it has a face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's creepy. What happened to you? <laughs> <laughs> Dislike. <laughs> Just like immensely. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna take out my club and I'm gonna attack recklessly. Okay. Oh Good that thing. that's a crit. Okay. Uh so obviously that hits. Seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven damage. Roll one of the weapons dice additional time. So yeah, I have to roll. D6. I think it's a D4. It's a D4. That's why it's so low. Yeah. Yeah, so just roll another D4. Three. Okay, nice. So 13. So. Is it 15? 13. 13. Oh, wait, no, no. You're right. 15. I, I didn't count yeah, the rage. Yeah, and that was a crit. So uh, you wipe another one of them off. Just. It's now a grease stain, right? It's gone. And okay, you know the drill. You rolled a net 20. Alright, 2d100. Yes, sir. 63 and 25. Alright. Cowabunga, okay. let's rage. So, for the next hour, you gain advantage on all attack rolls and opposed ability checks for any creature that is smaller than you. Okay. Well, gosh darn. <laughs> <laughs> so I will because this is you we're talking about you are big for a medium sized creature so most medium creatures are smaller than you yeah. but like the Glabrizu definitely bigger than you not, <laughs> not, I don't have advantage with him bigger than all of us <laughs> Yeah, but like <laughs> Patricia or Mr. Spicy you could just home run with them right oh you could try Oh, come at me. <laughs> Until my Patricia turns my into a brown around. bear. <laughs> you, you come at me. Yeah, I, I just turn into a grizzly and I eat That's your face. That's fine. I'll use a potion of growth. Oh, oh. That will actually affect it. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't mess. Don't mess. Patricia. Okay. 
I turn uh, into a snake and I bite you. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's not your turn. Resistance. He has resistance. It's so not it's your, not, yeah, I yeah, bite yeah, you resistance. again. <laughs> you take one piercing damage and like a negligible amount of poison damage because everything. I, I don't actually hard. do this, but this it would just so be much for my borscht temporary HP. <laughs> I regret giving you these things. Taking <laughs> <laughs> uh, away your HP. <laughs> so that was your first attack. So what happened to my club? That's why I used the club because I didn't yeah, want it to. That was very smart. Roll me a D four, please. Okay. One. Okay. Your club gets eaten away to the point it falls apart. Oh no! Oh no! Hmm. I'm gonna. Can I use my other? Can I? I'll use my tele. Well, I can attack again, I guess. Yeah, you have I can, multiple attacks at this. Because I can teleport with the bonus action, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I have a short sword, so I'll take out the short sword and I'll do another attack. Okay. Yeah, and, that hits. Uh, okay. Nine to eleven. If you hit the one, where are you teleporting to? Like the back row. No, I was gonna teleport away from them. Gotcha. Okay. So if you're hitting the front row, the two that are all the way in the back are the ones that are the most hurt, right? Okay. Because they failed their save against Brock's Thunderwave. I mean, I could. I guess I could teleport over there. I'm not really that scared. Yeah, they can't melt your armor. You're naked. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess I'll te I'll teleport to one of the ones in the back and hit them with the not with the with the eleven. Okay. So one of them just dissipates because they were already pretty injured. You are now in melee with exactly one. Roll me a d6, please. Four. Okay. Uh, the next time you roll damage with your short sword, it does one less damage. Okay. And you notice it is starting to corrode, but it is not broken. Alright, I'll write a note. Yeah. Okay. And then three oozes, one to you, Brock, and then, or no, uh, sorry, Armbar, one to you. Who's in, who's up front? It's just the demon, right? Right. I mean, I've, Also, yeah. Minibar didn't take a turn during Armbar's turn. True. true. Is, what is Minibar doing during this time? Um, we could say he does another attack. Sure. Um. With his club? Yeah, with his club, I'll say. Okay. Oh yeah. shit! Yeah, <laughs> mini bar got a, 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 a natural twenty. Okay. Critical hit. Yep. Does he get uh, savage yeah. attacks? Oh yeah. Wow. Don't you remember the last time the mini bar critted? Right. Yeah, the, a lot. <laughs> the machine gun club attacks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, his club goes and just disintegrates. Okay. Oh. He dealt 7, 9, 10 damage. Yeah. Uh, and then 2d100, please, because you crit again. There you go. You are just a crit machine. I don't know why, but you are. 26 and 87. I'm starting to learn how to use my character. <laughs> Minibar, 
gains advantage on all attack rolls and opposed ability checks against creatures smaller than him. Oh no. Still Patricia, but that's He's about a it. Carbon copy. <laughs> and that's just a temporary thing too. Yeah, it is for an hour. So you know, not as effective on mini bar as it is on the regular sized arm bar. Over the odds roll twenty, we give you that roll twice. I oh, it's you know, so funny. Literally one in a hundred. Well, twenty-five and twenty-six shared that, but yeah. Still. The other one was like, you take 10 piercing damage at the start of every turn. I'm like, no, that's oh, not. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Some of these are really bad, all right? We've just Holy been dodging cow. them so far. Uh, okay. So, yeah. Three oozes are going back to back at this point. Two on the demon. We're going to get that out of the way right now. Six and five. Nope. And one on armbar. Of course, Ooh. you get the 20. Uh, you take seven bludgeoning, reduced to three because you're raging, and four acid damage. So a total of seven total damage. All right. Uh, because you are not wearing armor, there's no lasting corrosion on that. You're naked, so like you've gotten a really nice wax, right? Like there's no body hair on your torso now. But... Oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> Of course. There are a lot of people in Waterdeep who would pay a lot of money for that. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome to try to tame these things and open a business. My manliness! I'm showing! <laughs> it's not like even though, right? Like there's just patches where there's no hair followed by armbar. <laughs> I'll have to go back to the groomers. Yeah. All right. So that brings us back around to Epi at the top of the initiative. Okay, how many oozes are left? There are five oozes left. No, that's okay. wrong. Hang on. There are three oozes left. Sorry. Understandable. I would like to cast Chill Touch on one of them. Okay. Oh, that's a nat 20 to hit. Y'all. Oh, boy. A 7 plus 4 for the damage. Nice. Let's go. Let me roll some wild magic. <gasps> 100! <gasps> and 14. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> right. I don't know what a 100 does. Well, let me get down to but the first time. Spells. Yeah. <laughs> roll a d20, please. Oh, boy. 18? Okay. It's not a wish, but I wanted it to be. <laughs> Alright. Nothing happens. <laughs> Dang it! I'm sorry. Oh. That's okay. <laughs> One of these days, I'm gonna get a wish spell. Yeah, so... I'm gonna blow it. <laughs> when wizards, their wild magic table specifically, a 1 and a 100 make you roll a d20, and if you get a nat 20 on that, you get to immediately cast Wish. Oh, that's so good. Wow. Yeah. So it will probably never happen, but also... This is the third time I've right, rolled you, You've been hitting 1 and 100 a lot, which is a little unsettling. So, <laughs> you know. One of these days. It's just one a of matter of time. Yeah, it, eventually. <laughs> 
Um, oh, well. Actually, well, I did no, let me... so much damage. Uh, <laughs> actually, no. I apologize. Choose a first level spell that you do not know. Can I have a minute to look? Yes. Uh, that was your turn, right? That was my turn. Okay. So, you wipe out an ooze, it's gone. Choose a first level spell that is not already in your spell book and add it to your spell book. That yeah. is uh, like that is available to you. Oh my gosh, yes. I'm I'm having so much fun. Okay. So after Epi. Uh next up is the demon, who is probably just going to tear through the last two of these things. Oh my god, yes, he's gonna just go rip them into shreds. Alright. My demon son, so proud of you. First rule is a 20 with the pincer. I'm just gonna... I'm, you're, I'm, you're doing the melee thing, right? Yeah, I know. Yeah, we're just okay. doing... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's All just right. ripping them apart. So, that's that's one just annihilated with a 25 bludgeoning. And your demon son takes... One point of acid damage. Oh, no. Oh, no. My sweet, grumpy boy. <laughs> And he wiped... No, that's not enough to kill the other one. No! He's only got two more attacks. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. no, he's gonna have to actually dirty his hands with no, the no. attack. <laughs> he takes another point of acid oh, damage. Oh, God. I can't take this oh, anymore. No. Five plus... <laughs> the ooze has one hit point left. <laughs> That oh was, god! That, that I'm was, on the yeah, edge of was, my seat. That was his. That was close to minimum damage. All right. You take four points of acid damage. All right. He and does this have one, ten. He does have ten temporary hit points. Eleven. Oh, ten. He didn't have any force. <laughs> okay. So, I'm just gonna give him ten hit points back from all of the damage he's taken. He does Sweet. wipe it out with this one and takes four more acid damage. Uh, so, yeah. All of his temporary hit points are gone. He's taken about 11 points of actual damage and has cleared the room. <laughs> I think half of the KOs went to this guy. Yeah, he just walked in there. It's like, finally, I can create the question I want. It's like, he, yes, now I get to do the thing I was born to do. <laughs> So, oh my goodness. Uh, that 10 by 10 patch of completely clean stone is still clean, but like the oozes have disintegrated and it's dry stone now. Uh, and it looks like that was a barrier that was put up to keep people from going further in that were not welcome. I I go over and I, I pat the Gabriz the Gabrizio <laughs> on the <sighs> arm. And I, I say, I know you do not like this work, but you are very good at it, and I hope you are proud, because I am. It says something back in Infernal. You don't know what it said, but you kind of get a sense. I know what it said. You do. Uh, it said some very choice words about her mother. Oh, damn. <laughs> so, I have a question. It says this thing speaks telepathy. Can Brock communicate with it? I mean, have you tried? 
Brock telepathically says, hey, how's it going? It does not respond to you. <laughs> it hates its life so much right Darn. now. My attempt to flirt with the demon failed. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you can still try. You can no. keep going. I did. Hey, yeah. you can keep going. How are you doing? <laughs> Alright, I'm done. Okay. <laughs> Would you fall from heaven? Because you're an angel. <laughs> How dare you! <laughs> you say to the thing that actually sort of technically fell from heaven? It's a demon. Oh. It's a very traumatic moment in See? its life. Yeah. You don't mention things like that. Uh, so, you monster! Uh, as you guys destroy this ooze barrier, there's a moment of stillness, but like, Further down, like, the stone wall past it has been, like, caved in, and the dirt on the other side of it has been tunneled through. It's like there is a tunnel in the actual earth going deeper. And the sense you get now that that barrier has been taken down is that there is a much stronger uh, infernal presence past this point. And you think that this is only just the beginning of this encounter. Uh, so, oh boy. we're going to call the episode here because it's getting kind of late. Okay. Um, I expect the next episode will probably be the end of this arc. Okay. So, I hope you guys have had fun. You oh yeah, to... this is great. Thank you for allowing us to do yeah. all kinds of shenanigans. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh yeah. So we had the the geese arson brigade. Uh, <laughs> we had the crab demon just Zoidberg its way through all of the oozes. You know. <laughs> As you do. Yeah. As you do. Good times. <laughs> so, well done. Yay. I will see you guys whenever our next session is. And uh, to all our listeners, thank you so much, and we'll see you next episode. Bye! Bye! Hey, you finished the episode. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, and TikTok for more content. Remember, you can also support the show by subscribing to our Patreon or purchasing dice and accessories from Arcana Vault using our affiliate link in the show notes. Until next time. <laughs>